Welcome to Good People, Cool Things, the podcast featuring conversations with entrepreneurs, writers, musicians, and other creatives. I'm your host, Joey Held, and today's guest is Lindsay Meyer, a budget travel and lifestyle expert and the founder of Get Lost with Lindsay, and if I may say so, just a absolute delight. Lindsay has traveled all over the world, has lots of great tips for traveling on a budget, seeing new places that you thought, hey, maybe weren't possible to see, and providing great recommendations on what to do wherever you're going, which right now might just be sticking around at home. But she's got lots of great ideas for making the most of that too. Whether it's putting a spin on date night, having a nice little staycation while at home, or something that we get into here, Zoom virtual fashion. All apologies to Microsoft Teams and Skype and those other ones. You're fine too. Google Hangouts, why not? But let's be real, we're all mostly using Zoom. In any case, Lindsay has great virtual fashion ideas for making sure that you're popping on the screen and you're feeling great so that you can get your work done. If you'd like to reach out to Good People Cool Things, you can do so in a couple of different ways. Send an email, joey at goodpeoplecoolthings.com or follow the show on Facebook or Twitter at GPCT Podcast on both. I really emphasized or there, like you only have to do one. You can do both. You can follow the show on both of them. That's always fantastic. I'm also doing all kinds of fun discounts and giveaways on my mailing list because it's my birth month here in August. And if you're signed up for the mailing list, you'll get all of that. But check out the shop. There's lots of good stuff too at the Good People Cool Things shop at goodpeoplecoolthings.com slash shop. We're not reinventing the wheel here. As you'll find with my conversation with Lindsay, keeping it simple works out more often than not. We love it. I love it. You love it. Let's get into our conversation. I guess we can, uh, we can discuss uh, cookies since today is apparently National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Didn't even know that. Look at that. Yes. One of those fictional holidays. <laughs> it's, it's so rare. I know about it like on the day. It's usually like a week after. Yeah, me too. Someone was like, oh yeah, remember this holiday? And I'm like, no, it's, it's not a real thing. People are so bored. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like someone wakes up and it's just like, if I, if I just start it, it's going to go viral or it's going to do something. So I'm going to say it's, you know, Love my, I don't know, anything day. I mean, I feel like anyone can make up <laughs> anything at this point. Oh, yeah. This is where I guess we're getting off on the tangent right away, um, <laughs> at least on my end. But I have another podcast called Parks and Rec. And we watch the show Parks and Rec while we're getting Parks and Rec with someone who works in the Parks and Rec department. I love that. And so the only reason I'm bringing this up, you probably didn't need all of that backstory, but we... Uh, we do a top five every episode. And recently we did a top five fake food holidays because there was some sort of fake holiday in the show. <laughs> and so I was just looking up all these. I guess they weren't all food holidays, but there was, I don't even remember a couple of them. I know one of them was like national, like leave a, was it leave a zucchini on your neighbor's porch day? What? Which I believe is coming up now that I think about it. I think a few of these were in August, so. Apparently, I don't know how many people celebrate it. I have never had a zucchini left on my porch, but maybe that's just me not knowing my neighbors well enough. I mean, like a part of you is like, oh, that's kind, but a part of you like, uh, I don't know how I feel about. I don't know. It's just like a vegetable sitting in the sun, (laughs) baking. We we did get a um a huge thing of sugar of like granulated sugar dropped off at our door that was partially opened. And I was like, surely this isn't for me. And thank goodness for next door, because I just posted on there. I'm like, hey, uh, here's my address. And someone just left uh, a big old thing of sugar. I, I assume you meant it for someone else. Oh my uh, and gosh. then they, it was gone the next morning. Oh, so. that's funny. Next door is so funny. I get such a crack out of it. Oh my gosh. Some people use it as just like a, like a, it's like a dialogue. It's like, I love how they like wake up and they're like, I don't really understand how to work my TV today. <laughs> like, help me. <laughs> or they're like, you know, I'm confused. I mean, some of it is great. I mean, some of it, it's a fantastic, it's genius. Like I, you know, lost dogs and animals and all of that. But then it's just the, the person that's bored and also just kind of like, I feel like needs a friend or something. And they just like, it's just their daily dialogue. Like, it's just kind of like, he wants to come over and like have snacks with me. Like, it's so funny <laughs> if you look at some of them. <laughs> and then a bunch of people are like, yeah. I'm oh, just down the street. I, let's do I it. Know. 
it's like a yeah it's like a community just kind of like i don't know i mean i don't think that's what it was built for but i kind of love that it's become this is kind of like community get together <laughs> <laughs> Really I also enjoy about. seeing what people are giving away in yeah. the free and for sale section. Oh, it's everything. Yeah, it really is everything. And I mean, I got a TV, I got a nice TV stand for our uh, oh. for basement TV here. Basement TV, just ground level. We don't have basements in Texas. <laughs> I left. You got it off next door. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, there That's... was a, a guy who was just like, "Hey, we don't." I think they had gotten a larger TV. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, it doesn't fit on this small stand, but. Yeah, why not? And like, I wanted to go to somebody that uses it. I mean, yeah. hey, I'm going to put still, it on the curb otherwise. I've still got it, yeah. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> That's amazing. Magical, magical. Next door, changing <laughs> lives, truly changing lives. <laughs> Good deal. Well, I guess we should probably talk about you and your business. <laughs> um, oh. Just, you know, it. just a little bit, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, I, I kind of want to go back to something that you had said, how you've essentially had to recreate your your business during all of this, I, because obviously the travel industry, <laughs> having a tough 2020. Yeah. And oh my gosh. Yeah. So like, how have you, how to borrow the, I hate saying this because it just reminds me of Ross on Friends, but how have you pivoted to <laughs> this new <laughs> this new sort of area of focus for you? I mean, that episode is one of the best episodes of all time. Let's just, that is true. Let's just say that, that right there. Um, I can't hear the word pivot without thinking about it. I'm like, pivot? Um, I know. No, I know. it's amazing. <laughs> it's magical. Um, in, it, it has been, re I mean, I feel like a lot of people have felt this, um, but my entire brand was built on travel, basically. You know, I do a lot of lifestyle things as well, but the core of it is traveling. And I remember basically the beginning of March when it became, it was in, I was in California, I was in Northern California working with some hotels and kind of like promoting road trips. I was doing this whole series about how to like get back on the road this summer and experiencing the US and parks. It's ironic because I've turned, <laughs> I've kind of turned the whole that whole thing actually kind of came true in fruition but like in a different way because of covid but um but i was working on road trips and like national parks and how i because i always said i focus a lot internationally in the past and i wanted to do more here domestically so um but i'll never forget the moment when it kind of all came down and i took a beat like i took a couple days and i was just kind of stuck i felt stuck i was like, what do I do? Um, I do love the word pivot. Um, and that's how I took it. I was like, I, none of this has to stop, right? Like we all have to re um, evaluate, but also just like reinvent how we, how we move forward. At that time, I thought maybe a month, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, I think none of us knew what was going to how this is going to play out. I mean, we're still, I think, baffled that it's been this long. It feels like just kind of a mush of time. Um, but I really, really didn't think it would be this long. But I also knew I had something in me that was just like, I got to figure this out. So, you know, I, of course, never wanted to promote anything unsafe. So I, I was never going to tell someone to like have a travel adventure and do all this crazy stuff. But um, I took a minute and I was just like, look, you know, I have a message and a lot of it is basically, um, you know, my brand is basically like get creative, um, be inventive, think outside the box about everything in your life. It doesn't just have to be about travel, but I, all I try to preach to people is that money is not necessarily the only factor. You know, you can have all these crazy, amazing experiences, all these things that you desire or want or your bucket list, you know, by, you know, just being a little bit creative and um, doing it your own way and you can still have them. So I said that can still exist amongst all of this. So I took that and I basically like exploded virtual life. <laughs> um, and was just like, I'm going to find all these crazy cool things that people can do from the safety of their own home, you know, virtual trips, adventures, um, classes, you know, I, I'm, I was telling everyone how to like take, you know, cooking classes with an Italian grandma, you know, I was, you know, 
how to learn the guitar, how to learn a lot of language, um, just resources, right? I was like honing in on resources that we could also stay sane through this. And I think it was, but it was hard. I mean, it, it, took, it took a minute, um, but I think it was good for me. It was a learning experience. Um, I'm still learning, obviously. We're still going through this. Um, but it's made me expand. So I think that if anything, I'm better for it just because I had to kind of open up my scope. So that's kind of how I transitioned or pivoted the coronavirus. <laughs> Has there been a activity or something that you tried? I know when things were first kind of everyone was staying from home, it seemed like baking bread became yeah. the new, like yeah. everyone needs to do this. Did you find something where you were like, I never would have expected to do this and here I am? Uh, I, I, I hate to say this, but I preached so many activities. I didn't necessarily do many of them. <laughs> I like made it my job to find them but I feel like a hypocrite, right? But like, I tried to, I tried to work on my Duolingo. I'm not gonna lie, I still try. Um, you know, I tried to do a puzzle. I mean, I'm just not a puzzle person. Like, it just comes down to it. It's just not for me. Um, you know, and it's like, I, I took classes. I, I joined Skillshare. Um, and Skillshare is just like a platform, an app that you can take all these cool classes from, um, people and it's like $19 a month, you get like a free trial, whatever, but it's super inexpensive and you can learn how to like make a movie on your phone. And I took some of those classes and like photography classes and I'm taking, I mean, I never, I, you know, realistically we all don't, we say we don't have time for these things, you know, and I never did these kind of online classes before and I was doing them, which I was, it was, it was exciting, you know, and, um, you know, I'm not doing them currently, but, but I mean, I tried it and it's something I didn't do before. And, um, but it's, you know, it was something that I, that people actually enjoyed. I mean, I was, you know, I just did a recently a story about, um, kind of reinventing or elevating. I like the word elevate because I think we're all kind of stuck in different things right now. You know, it feels like you're stuck. Not that you're necessarily stuck, but um, I love the word elevate because it's like everyone loves the new normal word, right? Or um, all these different terminologies that we're using for this time period of coronavirus because it's just weird. You know, to be honest, it's just weird and crazy and it feels like it's never ending. So I love the word elevate and I did an elevate date night um, and it blew up. Like I was doing, I do TV segments for um, news channels across the United States and I was doing so many TV segments about elevating date night and it sounds so simple, but I think people generally want ideas and help because they are stuck in this mundane um, daily grind, this Groundhog's Day that we keep saying. Um, so it's like kind of just, I, become, I became this like idea person. Like I was, I'm not joking, I spit like these pitches ideas every other day of these kind of things out in the world, on my website, to press, like whatever. Because um, I just really wanted to help people with ideas because I didn't want people to lose hope or give up or, you know, I think relationships took a toll. I think as a parent, it it's taken a toll. Um, so if I could do any and every idea possible, I was gonna do that. So like, that's where my mind went the last probably three months. Um, so my kind of taking classes and all of that took a backseat, but, I hope I gave something to other people in the meantime, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I think it's interesting to see how something like a date night or like, you know, like a, a thing that you're doing regularly in our quote unquote normal times, uh, mm -hmm. which welcome to the new normal, everyone. Um, yeah. But you can still have like great, great nights like that. And, and like you're saying, it doesn't have to be anything crazy outrageous like you don't have to go zip lining through <laughs> the the rainforest i don't know where i'm envisioning a rainforest near <laughs> near me at least there's i'm, I'm sure there's plenty uh, throughout the, the country where people are you, is the rainforest in texas <laughs> uh no there is zip lining in texas though oh yeah um, i'm sure yeah, yeah. but not yeah I'd, I'd have to just maybe print out some rainforests <laughs> and can hold them just with put it me. on youtube 
And like create your own in your living room. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> I do have a green screen, so I could. Uh, there you go. From from years ago, back in my my making <laughs> videos days, um, which I I still really never knew how to properly use a green screen. So it's just a lot of shoddy looking stuff. It's great. Uh, for people that are looking for date night, I don't want you to spoil <laughs> all of these things because I want people to go check out the post. But it, what, is there like one favorite element? <laughs> that you suggested? Yeah, I think this one like blew people's minds. But when I say it, you're going to be like, that's so simple. But you're like, I never thought about it. So I, I told people, recreate your first date. And people are like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like what? You know, um, and people are like, oh my gosh. And, and I'm saying, I'm saying, this is simple, right? Most of our first dates are simple because you're getting to know somebody or you know, it, it could have been a movie, it could have been a ball game, it could have been, I've heard everything at this point, you know, people went to see Titanic, people went to a baseball game, people went to a pub, you know, um, but that's what I was saying, but I was like, but the whole point is the effort behind it, so, you know, what, I mean, Titanic's a no-brainer, but maybe take that outside, you know, like, I love the idea of an outside movie, so, like, create a drive-in in your own backyard, you know, have, you can get a projector for super inexpensive on Amazon, and hang a sheet, you know, make your life easy and make it comfy and cute and cozy and like have a sort of like drive and move it in your backyard. And maybe you have like the same order takeout from the same kind of the kind of food that you had in your first date. Obviously we can't recreate the exact same thing, but it's the effort. It's romantic. It's, it will, I mean, it's, it's like a crowd pleaser. Like everyone's like, that is so cute and amazing. Um, you know, the, I had an interview with the, like this radio show and this guy was like, I went to like a, I think it was a boss, um, not Boston Celtics. Um, um, what's a Boston, um, oh, oh gosh, what's the baseball team? Yeah, it's Red Sox. Thank you. I said Celtics. Sorry. That's basketball. Um, Red Sox. He was like, I went to the game. I'm like, you can literally find anything online. You can find that exact game that you went to in 1990, whatever, you know? <laughs> I'm like, you can find that. You eat hot dogs, you know, have pretzels, drink giant beers. Like, it's just the effort. It's cute. And it's just, it's so fun. And the whole point is for us to escape. The whole point is to step outside this weird world right now and to be seen, you know, and it's a special. So I think that's why that specific one <laughs> I was just blown away. It was just really, it actually became comical how popular this one was, but it was just because I think people were just wanting um, something special and something different and unique. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have so many, I have, I have lots of ideas in that department, but um, it's all about taking an effort though. Like it's all about whether it's your partner. And I said too, it doesn't have to be just your loved one. Like, we're talking about your best friend, like safely, whoever you can do it with, right? Your kids, maybe like include them in, you know, your favorite movie that you've ever seen, like the Goonies or something, right? Like show them some classic, show them something that means something to you. Um, that's a date night too, you know? Um, so yeah, it's all about getting creative and crafty, thinking outside the box in all aspects of your life. I think it, effort goes a long way. Yeah, and it's kind of funny you mentioned those two things because within the last year, I have done both of them. I mean, within the last month, I was watching the Cubs 2016 World Series victory nice. one night. I was oh, just like, amazing. you know what? This makes me happy. I want to do this. <laughs> and yes. then I, a friend of mine hosted, um, this was last summer, hosted a, a movie night at her house, like almost exactly how you just described it, like projector on a sheet in the backyard, like nice yeah. little pillowed and like, you know, cushion beanbag areas for like everyone to sit in, which I'm pretty sure we were actually all socially distant anyway. Like, and this was before <laughs> that was a requirement. And she did a make your own hot dog bar. So like got a little chalk board with like all the different options you could make, like had a, had a couple suggestions, but you could throw whatever you wanted on there. And it fit, uh, it fit the theme of the movie, which was Moonrise Kingdom. So that's oh, a nice right. little element you can do too. I don't know what uh, Titanic's theme food would be. <laughs> I don't know either. I feel, uh, huh. I feel like you could go down a dark path or 
That's true. Just like real fancy, like yeah, caviar on you, everything. Exactly. You could do like this like regal, like uh, if I, what I envision of like a fancy, I don't know why I always think of cruise ships. I think of like buffets, but that's not fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had buffets. At that no time. chocolate wonderfalls there, like yeah. a Golden Corral. <laughs> I mean, hey, Gold Crown has the best bread. Those rolls, I'm sorry. That's a side note. They have great rolls. I've only been to a Golden Corral once. I used to live across the street from one, and I had heard about it, and I'm like, I got to go check it out one day. And so I went with a friend, (laughs) and I think I liked the rolls. All I remember is, as is often the case at a buffet, is like vastly overestimating how much you can eat. Oh, yeah. So just like really regretting it an hour later and then just being freaked out by the chocolate wonderfall because (laughs) it's just I mean it's a fountain of chocolate which is great in theory but like just so many mostly kids but I did see one adult do this too of just like barehanding like a piece of pound cake and like dipping it in and I'm like there's tongs right here like the little the little fondue prongs right there is it is it like is it like a fountain in the sense that like it's recycled like is it once it goes down does it go back up like so is that germs just like like hanging out (laughs) that's a great question probably I don't know I don't know know how that works (laughs) I don't know the intricacies of chocolate fountains but I haven't been to a golden corral since like my basketball like high school basketball days like when we went to a game we would like after the game stop at a Golden Corral. I haven't been since high school, but I just remember the rolls for some reason. That's what a post game treat! We didn't do anything like that on our team. We just <laughs> sat in silence on the bus ride home and then did they not feed? Left. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, we had to pay for our food, but that's where we stopped. I'm trying to think now. I know for home games, <laughs> no, we were like on our own. Oh yeah, then... home games, no, but like away games. No, I think away games, I don't think we stopped anywhere unless it was like maybe, (laughs) maybe for a tournament, if we were like going to be there for a long time, they were like, oh, maybe we'll stop at this place. But no, normally it was just, yeah, it was just sadness. We weren't a very good team. So it was a lot of, uh... we weren't very good either. We always (laughs) love to stop at Burger King. And I was always like, oh, (laughs) like, give me that golden corral instead. I know. Who is Burger King? Like, give me some options. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, we we were talking about getting into a tangent, and I think, I mean, I think this is already kind of one, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, since this was a a heated discussion among some friends over the weekend. Amongst national fast food chains, who has the top French fries? Oof. I mean, I guess it depends who you are, but I personally grew up loving Arby's curly fries. Excellent choice. That was a that was a high on the list for most people. People were giving their top fives. I don't know if I have enough for that. I was just thinking Five Guys. I, I think, think I that's my that. favorite fry. Oh, Five Guys is good, but I I feel like I've had Five Guys like twice in my life. But I didn't where I grew up. I've lived in New York and LA since adulthood, but like I never had that growing up. And then so I've had it a couple times since living in New York, I guess. But I automatically go because also too Chick Fil A waffle fries. I'm a fan of. Yes, same. I love a waffle fry. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, I feel like super people are super passionate about their French fries, though. Oh, absolutely. That could be maybe that's a blog post idea. Is just be very divisive. <laughs> Say my favorites are cold Burger King fries. Yeah. <laughs> King fries look like that's the thing too right it's like if you have good fries you know them remember them you love them and then the other ones forget it i don't even know what they are no i don't i don't either i can't even i my only burger king fries memory is they had like redone their recipe when i was i don't know 11 or 12 and we were like so amped our family was like yeah we're gonna try these new burger king fries it's gonna be great and we got them and we were like i don't know five minutes away from a burger king so like drove picked them up went back home ate them. they were already like ice cold by the time we got home. Oh. i was like these fries aren't good at all oh, i'm not a fan of cold fries i'm not gonna lie i mean i'll eat them but yeah it's not ideal it's not ideal it's, it's probably why they're not served to you cole it's true. <laughs> they figured it out. It's not the sure. way to go. <laughs> it's not like cold pizza. Cold pizza is delicious. Cold pizza is very good. <laughs> Goodness, why do I record these podcasts around dinner? It's always a, it's always a poor yes! choice on my... Yes, you are prime time for dinner. 
Uh, living the life out here. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the, the effects of your pivot here is that you've kind of taken on, whether this was your, your plan or not, but you've kind of taken on a mantle of like, uh, the like dress for success uh, guru here of how you can like essentially utilize virtual fashion and still show up. I know, I know personally for me, like the week after everyone's working from home, even like putting on a, even like a t-shirt seemed like a lot to ask. Like I would still have my, if I didn't have like an on-screen meeting, I'm just like, you know what? I can I can stay in this like, you know, two thousand three, like national league championship series shirt that I got for free, that someone like gave away at, at some event. I don't actually own a shirt like this, but you know those random ones you pick up at like a five k or something. Oh yeah, I, I like, signed up oh, for multiple of those things in college. I got like a free credit card with a t shirt. Why? Why did I do that? Oh, the amount of free things oh, in college God. really spoils you for life. I think. <laughs> yes, I signed up for anything for a free t shirt. Basically. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, I think that, um, like, with everything, right? We've had to. Now, how do we communicate now, right? Because we safely, we have to still do our distancing and be smart about everything. So we're still, I think, I mean, Zoom, especially for businesses, I think that a lot of people are going to stay virtual for a very long time, or at least have the option. And I mean, classrooms are virtual now. Um, you know, a lot of kids are going back to school. So there is this whole world. Like I was, I kept joking around through all this. My entire life is a square now. Like <laughs> I feel like I exist on people's screen as this as a square, you know. And but that is our new uh, how we're portraying ourselves. So like that is our new, um, you know, like that's that's how we're coming across. Whether it's first impressions, whether it's interviews, whether it's our daily life, anything like that. So just like everything, I think there is a way that we can do it. And, um, but it's new. I mean, we've never had to exist in a square. You know, it, it, it's been an option. Like you said, you've been using Zoom for a while, but a lot of us have never even heard of it. And the fact that I'm, you know, talking to my friends this way now, you know, it's, it's just mind blowing, but it's adjustment and that's what it is. So, you know, I, I took that and was like, I've done my own kind of like trial and error because doing TV segments, on your computer or in this square, I've had to figure out what works and what doesn't. You know, half of them at the beginning were horrible in my <laughs> eyes, <laughs> whether it's light, whether it's what I'm wearing, whether it's, you know, it's just, there's different ways you can flatter yourself or not. I mean, that's, that's how television is in general, but now I have control over it. So that's like the whole thing. So we have control and it's not just about, um, how you're appearing on screen. It's also about how you're showing up. So, you know, I'm really behind. Um, we kind of, I mean, dress for yourself. Like I'm all about that, but like show up, you know, I think that it's very easy. Hey, I'm with you. Like the whole first part, never took my slippers off. Most of the time <laughs> I was in pajama bottoms. Like I feel like everyone was that way. I got only dressed to top up, but it really kind of, I think that it affects you after a while. I really do. And I think that the longer it went on, I started finally like getting fully dressed. And sometimes, I mean, as a, a woman, I can cheat. I can throw a dress on. It's one fabric. But it's like, it changes my mood. You know, colors change our mood. How we present ourselves change our mood to ourselves. You know, I think there's a whole um, aspect of that for success and um it really really makes a difference and i think that we have to show a little effort um each day or showing up to our computer or whatever it is however you're working right now um more for ourselves than anyone else so like yeah of course lighting makes a difference and color makes a difference and all of that but just the attempt behind it mentally can change our day Productive wise, I'm so much more productive when I kind of show up, when I'm not, I become like, I'm half at it if I'm half dressed. I'm not joking. Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's like I'm kind of, kind of showing up and kind of not. 
you know, if, if I can, if I look like I can go straight back to bed, I mean, I might as well go back to bed. So um, that's how my mentality kind of shifted through this. Because I was with you, I was with everyone, not really doing much, but I really think that it affects and shifts everything for success and productivity and all of that. When we, we get dressed for work, why not? I'm not saying wear a suit, but I'm saying just maybe put some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair, fair rule. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, hey, I feel like everyone's tried everything. Who knows what people are showing up half, you know, on the bottom half of us. Who knows? But I mean, do you? But I feel like it really makes a difference, though, with our mental state through all of this time period to really show up. Yeah, I think my, I, I had heard some horror stories and fortunately have never encountered anything like this of like someone, you know, maybe not wearing anything or uh, the one story that I heard from uh, well, a former client actually um, said that they were on like a all, like a thousand person, like all staff meeting call. And uh, one of her friends was just kind of like on her phone and I guess her husband had come out of the shower <laughs> it was just like walking around, no towel, no clothes. And uh, I guess someone texted her because she said she just looked up all of a sudden and like slammed her computer shut. And I'm just like, that, I mean, that's like a reality. And I think, yeah. I mean, we saw that famous BBC interview, I think is another good reminder with like the kids coming in and the, the man's trying to do his interview still. And he's like stiff arming them while the mom's like flailing <laughs> yeah. behind. It's And it's just like... I think people have have grown a little more accepting of that, but I think you're right. Like the way that you approach it is going to have an effect for you more so, I think, than for the other people, which like, yes, you still want to, you know, show up for them. But the with like how much uh, of our work life is now at home, like it's so good for, for you. And I agree. I think if you have ever, like if you show up half- Halfway, you're only going to work halfway. And I have certainly done that and had that result before. Yeah. And I mean, I've I've been a remote kind of nomad digital person for two years now. And so like I've been working from home for a long time. This has not been any different for me. Obviously, the online things like doing all that is different. But like it takes a learning curve. It's not easy to work from home. Like you have to be disciplined in a sense, you have to have structure in a sense. Like if, if your couch is right there, if your bed is right there, you know, if you're still in your pajamas, I mean, who is gonna be productive? You know, it's like you have to kind of trick your mind or just kind of create this like, um, how your day's gonna run. Um, I'm not saying be crazy, I'm not a type A person at all, but like I set little goals and a little bit of structure through my day. and. You also have to also do on the other side. You have to, you have to create, um, there has to be a balance where you create like a breaks and you have to walk away at times because that's also the other side of it. And you never stop working, which I'm bad at. Like I'll just be, you know, whatever's happening, still working on my phone or doing something. I have to walk away at times because there's no like checking in and checking out. You're not clocking in and clocking out from an office. You're not going in and out of an office. Office is all around us now, but we have to, we have to really be somewhat disciplined with ourselves, how we're doing it. So but treat it like a job. Treat it like you're clocking in and clocking out. You know, create lunch breaks, walk away, take a walk, do something for yourself. Um, but it, it's tricky. It's not, it, it sounds like a dream, I think, to most people. <laughs> and then I, then I think they did it, right? They're all doing it. And you're like, oh, wow, this is not as, most parents want to go back to work, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tricky. It's a hard thing for a lot of people. Yeah, I was always a big proponent of taking walking breaks, even even back in the day. And, and being out here in Austin in the summer, sometimes that's like just a, a terrible idea because you take a 10-minute <laughs> walking break and then you look like you've jumped in the pool and walk back in and everyone's like, what what happened to you? And I was like, oh, I just took a walk around the building. It was, it was simple. It was fine. Um, but it is like so nice to just get up and reset your mind even if it is just for a few minutes just to kind of have that break and I'm right there with you I'm like on my bed like pillow head on my pillow 
uh, eyes about to close and I'm like, wait, one other thing for work like that I just yeah. remembered to do right now. And it's, yeah, it's not great. Not great. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like how we are now. I think though, but it's, it takes more effort for me to turn it off than for me to do work. It really does. Like, it's just hard for me to put it down or say tomorrow. It's like now, right? Because that's like how our, that's how everything works for us right now. It's like right now, right now, you know? And so like, I think that, um, yeah, that's the most challenging for me is just to walk away. I have to, I have to, I have to like actively do it. I have to say, all right, you know, I need a break. I need to walk away. I need to take a moment for myself. And I think self-care on top of everything that's going on right now is so important and people aren't, are doing it enough and I hope they will more, but, um, that's a self-care thing. is just walking away and taking a walk. Like you said, like that's huge. That's, that's great. Absolutely. Okay. I'm, I have never done this on this podcast before, but for whatever reason, I'm getting a, a rapid fire. I <laughs> urge right here for travel. If do it. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll start you off with an easy one. Where's your favorite place that you've traveled? Ponta Island off the coast of Italy. It's off of like an hour-ish from Naples, but in the middle of nowhere, founded by the Greeks, colorful, vibrant, beautiful. This is not fire because I'm just talking about it. <laughs> Everyone should go. No American, like I'm, uh, I love when it's just literally it's where the Italians vacation. That's like my dream come true. It's my locals vacation. So everyone check it out. Ponza. It's amazing. Sounds magical. I do like the... Oh, wait, no, I'm not being rapid fire now. It's fine. No, but go um, ahead. I'm here I was just saying, I, I do like going like where the locals. Yes. Vaca- like vacation and go and everything. Like, I think that's, you get that's such a different travel. sense of everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where's someplace you haven't gone that you want to go? South uh, Africa, safari. Nice. <laughs> I liked that anyway. thinking noise as well. <laughs> I know. Sorry. That was, <laughs> that was great. It was great. I was like, it's so many. <laughs> Uh, what's the worst experience you've had while abroad? Uh, I've had a lot, but um, <laughs> I'm better because of all of them. Let's just get that out of the way. Excellent. But I was on a, I love to save money, whatever I can. And um, I kind of make it this like game if I can actually save money. Like it's kind of a challenge. And I was traveling with one of my best friends. We were going from Italy to Croatia and we took the overnight ferry. And when I say... I thought we were going down like Titanic. Like we were, <laughs> we were basically jacked. So like we were in the bottom of the boat and we, so we were below obviously the water. So when you look out the window, you're just staring at water. And we were hitting such high waves that the waves were so crazy that by the time we were coming down from hitting the wave, we we're hitting the next one. So we were, uh, I mean, everyone's getting sick. So then everyone's getting sick and then it was just a spiraling down. I mean, the beginning of it was magical. It was just like Titanic. There was people playing music on the front of the boat, and we were all like cheersing and having beers together. And then it just all went south really quickly. But survived, as obviously survived. <laughs> but it, it was one of the scariest things ever. I thought we were going to die. So that wasn't fun. That sounds like most boat rides I've been on, oh. where the first 10 minutes, I'm like, this is great. And then yes. seasickness hits. And that's not, I mean, you, it sounds like you were in like real rough waters. And we're like, like open ocean. Yeah. That's open ocean. Yeah. Ugh, I am. Not great. Not great. Uh, besides, well, actually, no, let's do, um, since you're, you are very savvy with budgeting, what is... a a top budget tip that a lot of people don't know about. Hmm. Oh my gosh. I have a lot. Um, You can do more than one if you want. Okay. Thank you. I'm bad about the fire. (laughs) I think about it. Um, Top 27 budget. (laughs) I know. Right. (laughs) Um, I I have a kitchen everywhere I go because I cook. So that sounds like an obvious one, but I don't travel like a tourist. I travel like a local. So like I'm emerging myself immediately in culture. I have a house or apartment or whatever you want to call it everywhere I go. So that means I can cook my own food. I shop at local markets. You save a fortune if you're not eating out. If you're vacationing, you're eating out breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's a fortune. Um, I, I never, ever look at days and times or locations for flights ever. 
I leave it open. I'm not Simon Sane, but I use Google <laughs> Flights only. And I look at the amazing thing with Google Flights, which I feel like a lot of people don't know about Google Flights. And I, you open it up. So like, if I look at Austin as my departure, um, and I just want to go to maybe Southern France. Um, I don't look at Southern France. I say Europe. And then I keep the calendar open. So like I just search Europe in general. It opens up every single location in all of Europe. And then it drops down the calendar and it shows me every single option of prices. So if I see that flying into Madrid is the cheapest option, then I look at the calendar and it shows me every date. So like if you are flexible tiny bit with a location or, um, or your date, you can save thousands of dollars. You know, I flew back from Madrid to New York for $99. I mean, and, and people are like, that's unheard of. I mean, but I mean, I just wasn't stuck to things. And once you're in Europe, you can ride a train to anywhere, like anywhere. Also to flights on like, you know, Ryanair or Wow Air, or there's a million of them now. Um, the, they're all these discounted airlines. I mean, we're talking about, I flew from Scotland to Ireland for nine euros, 10 bucks, basically, $10. It's like, it's in, like you can fly so cheap, it's insane. But it's all about loosening up your restrictions on what you're looking for. Open it up. You know, I, uh, my sister was recently looking for a flight and she was looking at specifically just Delta, okay? Delta has partners, but they're US based. Okay. Just Delta, she wanted to go abroad and was just looking for like a Sunday to a Sunday or whatever it was. And I was like, and she was like, it's like a thousand dollars. And I said, <laughs> drop that down, like let go of the date, let go of why are we looking at just Delta? Like she didn't care about the airline. And then we opened it up and she got a flight for like $150 compared to like a thousand. So the whole point is just relax, be a little bit more flexible. Um, you know, you could save a fortune. Um, and stop at the all-inclusive resorts. Stop with that. It drives me crazy. Don't do all-inclusive resorts. I don't know why I feel like this. <laughs> Those are three rants. Those are my three rants with money saving. <laughs> Fantastic. I I do want to specify, at least with Ryanair, uh, to print out yeah. your ticket beforehand, which I learned the hard way, that if you come to the airport without your ticket, because, uh, again, this is just me traveling like, usually with my ticket on my phone or like if I have to, I'll just print it out at the airport rather than printing it out at home. But Ryanair will gouge you tremendously if you do that. But They're uh, digital now though. They're digital. Are they? Okay. Thank you. Yes, Two years ago, they were not. I and that. I was yeah. so sad because yeah, yeah we had, uh, it was, I think it was $27 from- I was going to say a 30. I was going to guess 30. Yeah. yeah I think it was like 30. <laughs> right around there for, um, yeah. that, well, that was the, the flight. And then each- like to print out two tickets was $110. Oh, oh, stop. I thought it was like 30 to print. That's insane. No. Yeah. It I was... think you had to pay to print, but oh my gosh. Yeah, it was. Ooh. They know everyone's like backpackers, right? They know everyone wants to save it. They want to save money so they don't have access to a printer. That's why they got you with that. Oh, yeah. It was. <laughs> oh, I remember I that. Was, I was very mad. <laughs> that is super annoying. It was crazy though because I. I flew Ryanair not too long ago, probably less than a year ago. And I remember going to the airport and I had it on my phone and I was talking about with the person I was with and they were like, we're going to get charged. I'm like, we're literally staring at a barcode. It's a barcode. <laughs> so <laughs> they now have access to that. So that's good. But yeah, they're crazy cheap. But I mean, they're not fancy flights, everyone. Don't get it. It's not fancy. Oh, no. Yeah. You're standing up. No seats. Yeah. Um, it's, but it's, it's, it's good. I always say it's like the Greyhound. Like it's like a, it's literally a bus in the bus guy. <laughs> Bus is also a fantastic, like I, I bust from Seattle to Portland last year. And oh, cool. that, I mean, that's like a, I mean, maybe you can find a cheap flight for it, but it seems like it's still around a hundred bucks for that. It's like, or spend, I don't know, $12. I think it was maybe a little more like $15 for a very scenic bus ride. It was great. Yeah. I or, love I guess it was a, it was a train. Yeah. It was a train. Yeah. Never mind. Not a bus. That's okay. Non-flight. Non-flight. Yeah. Yeah. You could take a <laughs> no, bus. No, I think that people don't. I. I. I mean, our our buses and trains aren't as great as Europe. 
in other places. I wish they were because I really love taking buses and mostly trains, but I really love that transportation because you can really see the sights and you can take that in as, you know, more than obviously you would um, flying. And they're really inexpensive. Like I, I was blown away. I was, I took a bus from London to Belgium. Think about that. I was like, where do we go? There's water. How's this happening? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, they put you on a, on a train. I'm like, excuse me, our bus was on a train? So, I mean, I, my mind was blown, but there's literally a different way to get anywhere. So like the whole point is just to think outside the box when it comes to travel. There's not one way to do anything ever. So if, if budget's a factor, you know, I totally understand. Um, you know, and that's how I have longevity with my travel is because I keep a budget mindset. Um, but like, there's a different way. And I actually like the adventure more. Like I always have more stories and they're crazy <laughs> because of all these different ways. I never take the easy route usually. Um, but it's more fun, you know, and I like it that way, but there's different ways to do everything. Yeah. 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 I agree. I, I do feel like the more, like the more you travel the road, less traveled. Yeah. I guess, or like the the more difficult sure. road, I guess the the better, yeah, the better stories you have, and it's like sure it might suck in the moment every once in a while, but I mean even even that it's like you're like you were saying you're better for it. You come out the other side better, stronger. Oh, absolutely, and I really think that travel is the greatest education you could ever have, and. I grow and learn every single trip I ever do, and I still do. And um, if, and I, and that's why I started my brand in the first place because I really, I mean, I backpacked when I graduated from college, and I did not grow up traveling at all. And I saved every single dime that I had. And for graduation, I asked for money just for my flight, and that was it. And my best friend and I hit the road for about five months. And, you know, we were all over the place. We used um, a company called, I'm not sure if it's around anymore, but um, it's called aroundtheworld.com. And it basically only does flights for around the world. So like it's around the world travel. And you have the option to pick places you want to go. And then you can say, make it cheaper. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so they take kind of your ideas, but then shift them to cheaper places. And like we went to go somewhere in Asia and obviously Bangkok is the cheapest option. And then, you know, we want to go somewhere near Australia and they put us into Fiji. <laughs> like it was just random, but, but it built our trip. Like it took that away from us in a good way. Like it helped create that, um, where we were going, but there was flexibility. We were in a different place every month and then we could go from wherever we needed from there. And as long as we were back at the airport at the end of the month, then we were good. And it changed my life. Like that is the whole shift in my entire existence was that trip. And, you know, it took me a really long time to get to where I am now, but I just knew in the back of my head that I always wanted to have um, this part of my life. And I grew up that whole trip. I mean, we're talking about independence. I mean, we were, broke and lost half the time and um, confused and like everything, but it was beautiful and amazing. It was just a, a girl and I, and um, you know, we overstayed our visas in Thailand. Like I thought we were gonna be broke up palace. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I thought we were gonna be thrown in jail. Like we could have, I laugh about it now, but everyone's like, that is not funny. <laughs> I'm like, well, oh. I mean, we overstayed our visas, you know, you can pay your way out of anything. I'm sorry to say that, but you can pay your way out of anything. Um, and, you know, but like every single part of the way, like I um, just learned so much about myself and everything. And, you know, but I was doing this trip and then I worked in um, fashion for um, a fashion stylist in LA for a while. And then I got to travel in a very glamorous way. Like I got to travel the totally opposite way with brands and all these fashion companies and um, which is awesome and fun, but you know, the whole time I'm like, this is great, but like, I can never do this on my own. You know, it's just like, it's just not realistic. And so I came out of all of that and, and wanted to combine the two. Like I'm grown out of backpacking. Like I, that's not exactly how I want to travel anymore, but I am definitely not traveling in a fancy way. So I want to have this common ground and speak to so many, I want to 
include people. I want to show people, um, encourage people how they can kind of have these adventures for themselves. And you don't have to be a millionaire or an influencer or celebrity to do so. Um, so that's kind of like how the whole brand was formed. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have one more rapid fire question. Uh, oh, we're still this doing is, that. Okay. This is our greatest right. rapid fire yet. This okay. is why yeah. I, this is why it's a, a that recurring is not, nothing about this yeah. is rapid. No. Nothing about this is rapid. <laughs> I'll, I'll have slow, uh, <laughs> like uh, Oregon trail music playing in the background. Oh, I loved Oregon Trail. Did you ever play, or this is not part of the rapid fire, but did you ever play uh, Oregon Trail 2? No, I don't think so. I am convinced I'm the only person, like my family is the only one that had a copy of Oregon Trail 2, but it was all of the same greatness of Oregon Trail, the original, with slightly better graphics. Actually, no, significantly better graphics. Like they'd look dated by today's standards, but this was also what 25 years ago so not like pretty pretty impressive for the time being and what i liked is you could go into the towns that you traveled through and talk to people what and like in some cases it's like i i think it's supposed to be other people of your like wagon train who you're talking to and occasionally it's someone <laughs> that like lives there but i always liked when it was uh like a smaller town that you would really have no reason to stop in. Like there's not a shop or anything, but you can just ask people for advice. And their advice is always something like, yeah, let's keep going. Like, what are we doing? Why are we stopped here? Why? Like, keep going. And I always That's hilarious. That was wonderful. That's very and, advanced for oh, real. Yeah. And they had like their face with their mouth would move. What? Their face was stagnant, but their mouth would move. It was real kind of weird looking, but <laughs> Always a good time. And you learned like backstories. Some of them would get real into it of like, yeah, you know, my mom died. So I came out, came out West to try and start a new oh. land, but then my son died. And I'm like, oh no, this is oh, no. real drastic. Some people had happier stories, but I okay. seemingly only remember the next. I mean, the Orbit Trail was not, was not glamorous. I mean, that was hard. Like that was a no. rough trail. I mean, that was a rough journey for them. Yeah. It's not, it's not easy. I'm like, let me. <laughs> oh. The first sign of like Utah, I'll I'll plant my flag here. That's yeah, that's what I said. I was like, oh, stop. Yeah, yeah. like here's fine. Oh, yeah. Why not? Okay, my last actual question for this rapid fire segment that is so rapid. I uh, <laughs> not counting like passport, visa, chargers, like the the essentials that you would bring oh. on a trip. What are three things that you bring? with you on every trip or do you not have like your go-to items uh i have a lot of go-to items my go-to are we talking about like my go-to items are different because what i do now i literally travel with a ring light (laughs) (laughs) become my life that's on a tripod uh no i travel i'm not joking there's a company called nice seats and i travel with it's awesome it's it comes in a cute pouch and it actually is a seat cover. It, it covers airplane seats, bus seats, train seats, all the above. And you wash it, take it with you and like all this stuff. So it's like, I mean, obviously we're more aware of, of everything right now, but it a lot of bus seats and all that are kind of gross. So it, <laughs> I don't think they clean them necessarily. Um, so you don't have to ever touch the seats. It's like your own fabric. I actually love that. Um, what else do I travel with? I travel with, I have a lot of technology stuff. So, ooh. and we're talking about always Bluetooth speakers. I got two Bluetooth headphones. I got two plug-in headphones, can never go down. Um, I got, I mean, nothing exciting at this point. I got like two tripods, a camera, a gimbal. I mean, a lot of my stuff now is like for filming. Um, besides that, I never pack anything that can't be used a million different ways. Whether it's clothing, whether it's, um, I have this like travel blanket now and I use it on the beach. I use it on the plane. I use it. I mean, it's so thin, it packs tiny, but like it has to be used in a million ways if I'm going to bring it. Otherwise it's just, it's just, you know, it's, I don't want to, you know, waste the space. Um, so yeah, multi-purpose only. And I got like 10 masks now, so. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Well, Lindsay, you're almost off the hook, uh, and I, I almost feel like you've even said a lot of this uh, throughout this 
chat, but to to summarize nicely, we'll go back to our virtual discussion here. Um, and your we always like to end with the top three. And so I'd love to hear your top three real clear, concise, actionable tips for dressing for success via Zoom or Microsoft Teams or Skype, whatever you use. But Zoom is the catch-all term for all of them. Yes, I think Zoom is the catch-all term. Virtual fashion, we'll call it virtual fashion. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, all right, color is number one. I'm not talking about just what you're wearing. I'm talking about your background. So utilize color where, just like in television, like you were talking about the green screen earlier, we usually don't love white um, on, on screen, on TV, on all of the above. So wear color, bright colors, also play off your background. So like if your background's really busy, don't try to compete with it um, or vice versa. Try not to wear something really confusing that could mess up the eyes with your shirts. Um, patterns aren't great. So try to do as much minimalistic as you can, um, but just go bright and bold. That's why I always said, if all else fails, go to solids, go bright, go bold. Um, and just don't, you know, you don't want to like uh, your background to be blue and blue. So like blue shirt, blue background. So like obviously most likely you won't have a blue background. Your walls <laughs> might not be blue. <laughs> but I mean, neutral walls is a thing, but when people start wearing white neutral colors, like you just get washed out. That's the whole point. So play up to your colors. You want to um, really highlight, you know, and, be, and um, bounce off your background nicely. That is my one. My second is what I was saying with dress for success. Like you get dressed for work. Why not get dressed for your day? Put a little effort into it. You don't have to go all out. I'm not saying pull out the suits. You can even pull off a nice t-shirt right now. But the whole point is the effort behind it, the mindset that goes along with it. You're showing up for your day, even if it's at your house. And then last is lighting. You do not have to be like me and be crazy and travel with a ring light. Um, use, your, use your natural light. It is your best friend, but you have to be facing it. So no matter where you are, if you're doing Zoom or anything like that, the light needs to be on your face. If it's behind you at all, you cast a backlight. So you're gonna be a shadow. So utilize your light, it's your best friend. You can buy a clip-on light, a selfie light, clip it onto your phone or your computer for super cheap. I'm talking about under 10 bucks. But if not, natural light is free. Just face it and you'll be good to go. <laughs> Just face it and you'll be good to go. I like that. Face it, face the light. Look at the light. <laughs> Fantastic. I recently bought, I was I was running into this issue of my, my main setup has light kind of on the side. I can get some natural light, but it's not great so I was like you know what it's time I've been here long yeah. enough to like where I don't want to have to like turn on a you know another room light that'll like flash some light over I'm like I can just get a little little light thought I was getting a clip-on ring light instead got a desktop ring light so it's I oh. uh, circumference wise it's probably larger than my laptop and uh, it, but it, it casts very good light. So um, they're amazing. Yeah. And they're, they're not expensive, but it also, like, once you get it, you're like, whoa. I mean, it makes a huge difference because you don't have to also, if you are, if everything is based on natural light, like, let's be honest, it's not always going to be bright. Or what <laughs> if you have night meetings? I mean, who knows? So it also just makes your life easy. You don't have to stress about that part. Yeah. We're trying to keep it simple here. Simple so, life, yeah. easy life is what it should all be about. Yes. yes. Love it. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for hopping on. This was great. I think we did, we had a fair number of tangents. We reached our goal, but also lots of wonderful tips. And if people want to check out more of your work, they want more tips, they want more date night travel, virtual fashion. You've got like so many things, like oh. all, all great stuff over there. Where can they find you? <laughs> thank you. I'm all over the place, right? Um... <laughs> I promise it all comes back together. Um, <laughs> so my brand is called Get Lost with Lindsay. Imagine that. Um, and it's across the board. So getlostwithlindsay.com on my website and also all of my social media. So come get lost with me. <laughs> Love it. Have you ever told someone to get lost in the sense of like they're annoying you and you say get lost like a 12-year-old would tell a 9-year-old? <laughs> 
I don't think I have. I've had to defend why I say get lost quite a bit. And my sister always is like, I don't like to get lost. I'm like, that's not what I mean (laughs) at all. But I had to defend it. Some people people get kind of confused. I don't mean, there's a whole nother meaning. It's like, hey, let's just be free. Let's go travel and adventure. And like, you never know what's going to happen. That's the whole point, right? Yeah, I I get it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I just like the idea of you like... (laughs) Telling someone to get kind lost. <laughs> I know. Maybe I should try it out. No, I, I, I haven't had to yet. We'll see. Yeah, just do one like real, real negative post for everyone. Get lost. You're gonna be the first that knows if I if I ever say that. Excellent, excellent. Maybe I'll even be the recipient. Oh <laughs> no, no, no. Never. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so kind. Lindsay, this has been wonderful. Thank you again. So fun. Thank you for on. having me. And uh, do you want to stick around for the uh, corny joke? To end sure, the absolutely. Fantastic. I just heard this one, and I think it's very funny. <laughs> um, why is a bee's hair always so sticky? No. Because they use honeycombs. Ah! Get after it today, people. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs>